Hello everyone, this is Big Lou and Tall Guy Podcast. Today with us we have Mark Masters being recorded on an iPhone because we had some technical difficulties, had to take two. But I'm glad he's here. Like I said What's the first up? time, he's the most organized person we've ever had. Turn that shit off. DJ, click that shit down. We're right. done. I We're got done. you. You're done. He's going to have to get Thanks for coming, Mark Masters. You're the man, dude. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, we're going to Oprah it up today. We're promoting books on Tall Guy and Big Lou. Not Uh, good yet. Yeah, not not good good yet. yet. Um, I'm good. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is is Mark Masters' book. Uh, The not for resale is fucking up his face here, but he's Uh a... Very handsome man. As you can and, see from uh, the video. And, uh, yeah, so, we're, we're here today. We're, this is take two. Yeah, this is yeah, take two. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to do this. Like, uh. We, yeah, we were on a roll for a second, but it's all good. Bell so, this book, erupt. this book is it's, from, wh- when did you start writing this book? Let's get uh, right into the book. A couple months a ago. Bit. So, the book covers June 25th of 2018, okay. last year, <laughs> until December 25th of 2018. So my first six months as a Denver open mic comedian, a lot of failures, a lot of mistakes, uh, and then something kind of good happens towards the end. But the, the, the overall message is you're not going to be good at comedy after just six months. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody's can, good in the first six months. You can get months. some laughs here and there, yeah. and they feel great. It's awesome when you write a good joke and you work it out, and that's a tremendous feeling. But 98% of it is struggle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I remember my first six months, I really wanted to win, like, that $20 at the living room. Oh, it was that? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. that thing back yeah. then. Yeah, so, like, uh, I was I was trying my hardest, my hardest. I kept grinding, and then... And then like, I went out of business. Yeah, and then... <laughs> yeah. No. Well, check this out. Two weeks before, two weeks before uh, the living room ended, I had just shaved. Remember when I had yeah. the crazy mullet? And I had the karate chop story. Antonio and, Dice yeah, I had I had the dopest I had the dopest five minutes I've ever done, like and it was killer. And I thought I was like, I'm a shoe in for that and I went first and I just murdered that room. Everybody in the whole room laughed throughout my whole set and Megan still dissed me on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I was like, comedy sucks. <laughs> I was sad. But then uh, Dick Black goes like this. He goes, man, he's all, if if I was hosting it, you would have got the money hands down. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. I was like, why aren't you hosting it? You know what I mean? But that's how it goes. That's, that's how all this stuff goes. <laughs> yeah, We're putting promotional yeah. material out there for all you guys to see. Yeah, Let's I, do an, Can we do an experiment? You what? got your phone, sure. Big Lou? Yeah. Go to Amazon. All right. And search for Denver Comedy. And see see what comes up. Okay. We can talk more while he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, you were so you you said you recorded an audiobook. I'm just going over the re stuff that we did sure, the first sure. time. Yeah. So I'm, I I have not recorded an audiobook yet, but I'd like to record one yeah. in my own voice. Uh, Brant Tobler, who gave me some advice about writing a book, told me that's a great idea. He wrote uh, Free Will, uh, which is about his time in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A bunch of stories. About him, and he's done really well with that book. So really, I'm kind of trying to be like a mini Brand Tobler. Oh, so yeah, right. he's actually sold. I thought everybody was done reading nowadays. I mean, that's so. Uh, <laughs> he that's said he does pretty well on Audible with the uh, audiobook. Oh yeah, I bet the audiobooks are more because uh, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, audiobook is pretty much a podcast only one person does. So yeah. 
That's all. I, I yeah. listen to a lot I'm of audio I'm still, books. my phone sucks, dude. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that <laughs> phone is not good for, yet. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Did it just not take it in? <laughs> no, not at all. My phone sucks, dude. Amazon, oh, all right, search. There we go. Search, let's go. Denver comedy. I want to see this. I want to see. What do you think is going to come up? I kind of want to know. I bet it's I bet it's T.J. Miller book, and uh, yes. Oh, oh, first on the first? list. First? Yeah, it's the it first was third one. yesterday. The first oh, on the list. Yeah. Oh, this guy's doing not work. good yet. All right, Hell give him a five yeah. star review. Give this guy yeah. a five star. We haven't even read the book. We already know it's amazing. Everybody out there, leave a review. Damn, you got a description and a half. Did you write half the book in the description? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's give away, while he's doing that, while he's doing right. a review, let's give away a book. Here's what you need to do. If you go to notgoodyet.com, at the bottom of that website, oh, you I click can't over do it in, to my comedy website. Oh, you can't do it unless uh, you buy it. Yeah, but you got, you okay. got, shoot, five out of five, a hundred reviews, showing one yeah. of one reviews. <laughs> one review. Five stars, baby. Yeah. Yeah, one stars. guy really liked Keep it. Keep giving me reviews. But you, so you were saying at the, at the bottom of your website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a free book... Go to notgoodyet.com. At the bottom of that website, you can click over to markmasters.co, okay. my website. There's a contact form on there. If you send me a nice note and you mention the Big Lou and Tall Guy podcast, I'll mail you a book. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to mail like 25 of them, but the first couple of people. Yeah. Uh, Just maybe even signs, huh? Yeah. I'll sign sign him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that signature yeah. is going to be so, worth you money. Gone, did you go to Junction yet? I remember uh, you were I did. I did. Oh, I didn't did? do any comedy. No, no comedy no, there? Yeah. No. There was... I, saw, I went to Palisades, actually. Oh. I, didn't, I stopped like right before Did you get Junction. some peaches? Uh, yeah, did you get some peaches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. some peach jelly. You gotta, you some gotta get some peach yeah. stuff while you're in Palestine. No, uh, our, our, we, we actually used to clean the sewers out there. Yeah. So every year, the where the Palisade Farms is at and stuff, we they our, my old sewer company that I used to work for, they send a truck up there every spring and then before every winter to clean their line out. And they get big old boxes. The homeboy brings us big old things, and like each person gets a basket of peaches. Nice. At our old so good. Oh, oh they're yeah. delicious. And so these good. are the top top ones from the hand picked from the farmer guy, yeah. you know, and yeah. everything. So they're like juice running down your arm. Huge ones, dude. I love those. I remember. Peaches. I remember Palisade being because I used to live in Junction, and the Palisade was the first because Debec was the first place to open up a dispensary when everything became legal out here. But then this past uh, election, the only good thing to come out of it is that yeah. the Palisade District voted that they could have recreational marijuana. Junction's still too conservative for that shit. They don't want the money for religious reasons, I guess. Right. And uh, But everybody would go to Palisade, and so there would just be a, like five cops on that highway. Between <laughs> Junction and Palisade, waiting for all the fucking tourists coming through from Utah. Because I was the closest one to the Utah border. And I used to work, and it was the same thing with alcohol. If you worked, I worked in Rangeley. If you, do you know where Rangeley is? Yeah. It's more towards the border. It's right by, uh, I forgot what Utah town, but um, I worked in a liquor store there. And Mormons would come in like crazy to buy the top shelf alcohol and the fucking... Oh, man. Dude, your dog sucks. My dog's dope. <clears throat> your dog me, sucks. Man. But people would do the same thing with pot back in the day for Palisade. They would just go to Palisade and they would just get stuff and then go back to Utah and get caught and go to jail. That's not... That's funny. Yeah, it's not funny. It's just true. Yeah, I laugh at people that, like, Utah people are just hilarious, dude. Like, I had this lady, I was smoking a cigarette outside of Fuddruckers, 
And like she goes, <coughs> like she never been around a person with a cigarette. Yeah, before, there, there, you there, know there's, what I mean? there's people like come that. on, guy. So how? Why did you start comedy? And why did you uh, start comedy so late? That's a good question. Um, I think a big part of it is the. Uh, <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, My dog's for dope. those of you who can't see what's going on, we're in a very professional recording studio right now. <laughs> uh, with, with a with, dog. With no dogs running around. And, uh, you know, it's just like the acoustics are perfect. Isn't this we, perfect? We didn't have per- an hour and a half delay with audio stuff. <laughs> this, yes, is what you, this is what you get for is, having uh, your, hey, your first hey, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're not on just a shoestring I love this. We're not on a shoestring budget. We're on a broken shoe. Yeah. 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 Like frayed at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sticking yeah, it in your mouth trying to get it. it. trying to get it through <laughs> the hole. You know what's up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. This is, this but is, we're going to get uh, it done. And it's going to get out podcast there. you do after this, you're just going to be like, this is very professional. <laughs> the last time I did this. Yeah. I think, I think my favorite thing about comedy and, and why I got into comedy is for the challenge of it. Yeah. It is the hardest thing I've ever tried to do. Like, it seems pretty easy. Like... You can talk to people and make people laugh in like a work setting or at a, yeah. an event or a dinner. And, and it feels like, well, if I have a microphone and I'm the only person talking and I have a room full of people listening to me, it'd be so easy to make people laugh. It is not easy at all. It's the yeah. opposite of easy. <laughs> it's so but... hard. Especially at open mics, which are, oh, yeah. you know, the audience is almost all hardened comedians. Yeah, who either hardened comedians or people who just walked in not expecting to see that. There right. are very few shows that we do. That like people are expecting to see comedy. Yeah. Like Voodoo's one, yeah. and El Torito used to be that. And besides that, it's mostly just people walking in wanting a drink, and then end up seeing somebody talking with a microphone on stage. Yeah. And, be, and either you got to catch them, or they're not gonna like it. Yeah, them. and it feels so because it's so difficult. It feels so great when you do get a genuine laugh. Oh yeah, when you oh, actually yeah. ca- when you actually catch those random people that just happen to walk in. That's the greatest feeling yeah. in the world. It. It still feels better in showcases, but that comes a real close second, yeah, even no. when it's like three people. Yeah. So, like, I was just practicing a bit the other day, like, about two weeks ago at Irish Rover about uh, doing every... I was trying to do, like, every job I've ever done, like, my LinkedIn account. But then I got to uh, I got to Jim's Burger Haven, and I was like, and I didn't work at that cheesy Bur- Jim's Burger Haven in Thornton. I worked at the one in Whitesminster. And this this couple, an older gal and this old dude, she's like, oh, I love that one. And I was like, pork tenderloin. And she's like, yeah, I love that. And I was like, a ham beef cheese instead of bacon. She's like, I love those. And I was like, ketchup and milk only. She's like, that's exactly how I did it. And it was perfect, dude. You know, just that randomness. But to make somebody happy or smile or totally get where you're coming Have from. Have some nostalgia yes. in their background and shit like that. Yeah, let me grab that stupid bitch. Hey, <laughs> you leave my girl. I hope every girl. I hope every PETA member sees how I treat this dog and how I much did. I insult it mentally. <laughs> I probably have turned this dog into what it is. Sorry, now, you uh, guys. This is Bella. She runs this whole house where my mom's not around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's about she's as bitchy. head audio engineer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's just keeps running over here checking the the, the mic cable. So so you so you went through like uh, uh uh so you went through regular life and then what like comedy was just something that you'd never tried that seemed super hard. And so yeah. when you first tried it at Rover, what like gave you the courage to actually try that? Um, 
So that's in the book, and I'll give you give a summary. Yeah, of it. a synopsis, uh, I guess. So when I decided to do an open mic, the first thing I did was go to an open mic. I had no expectations of performing, and I went to the Three Kings Friday. Yeah, uh, that's Nathan a Lund's tough one too, Real man. Tough. So and that actually helped me because I was sitting there at the pool table, didn't know anybody, and I'm looking at these people who are just failing. Oh like, yeah. Nobody is getting a laugh, and I'm like, I I could do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I can not then, get laughs all day. And then, and then one person got up. It was particularly terrible. And that's when I was like, well, so there were two things. There was one, that was kind of like the end conclusion thought was that I could do that. But leading up to it, I was like sick to my stomach just watching people get up and bomb. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, because I was thinking about doing it, but just the idea of getting up and doing it, even though I had no intention of doing it that night, gave me like an ulcer. Like, I felt physically sick about it. But then later I was like, well, you know, some of those people were pretty terrible. Yeah. I can be pretty terrible also. So I wrote a bunch of jokes and uh, had a whole, like, routine and typed it out and put it together. <laughs> like, you see that first first time Miker. And I showed up at Irish Rover and signed up, like, fifth. Yeah. And went up 31st. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes, yeah. every time. Uh, well, that's, just, I, that's... Oh, sorry, no, continue. No, no, no. So, and I had the whole thing, like, stone cold memorized when I walked into Irish Rover. Mm-hmm. Then I watched three hours of open mic comedy, and it heard so many jokes that it, like, scrambled my brain. Yeah. And I couldn't really remember anything. It did not go well. I ended up getting... I, you guys, I'm sure, don't remember this. Oren does. <clears throat> I got in a fight with Oren... When he lit me. What? <laughs> like, rule number one of open mic comedy, don't fight with the host. Yeah, okay? especially over the light. That's yeah. like the, literally the worst yeah. thing to fight him over. I what, you like, let me, you piece I of shit? I was like right in the middle of a bit, or what I thought was a bit at the time, and he lit me, and then he like aggressively lit me again, and I was like, but you didn't give me my full time, and, and, and he was uh, like, I, I don't know what to say, man. And I just sat there and stewed, and I was really upset, and then uh, I left. And listen to my recording, and sure enough, Oren, you shorted me 25 seconds. <laughs> and the audio edit of the day But I sucked anyway. I don't want to tell it him that. Okay, I am. I'm going to be like, don't you ever lie to me. <laughs> oh, by 25 but, seconds, you son of a... You owe me 25 then, seconds, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to kill Oren's you. Oren's been terrific since yeah, then. Yeah, Oren, Oren's good. Oren. He's the best. We did a show in Breckenridge with him. <laughs> How crazy <laughs> was that? I forgot you, you were there. Yeah, he was there. I went second. No, it, 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 it was, was Oren, somebody else, and then me. Oh, it was man. Oren, uh, the kid from Jeff, Jeff Nelson. Yeah, it was Oren, Jeff Nelson, Mark Masters, and then Oren comes to me. He's like, "We're Kansas City." He's so. all, "Can you please go next and try to get this <laughs> this crowd?" I was like, "I'll try." I went up, dude. It was the worst night yeah. ever. Dude. I'm glad I went ever. early. That shit was like, so. When I performed, they were blackout drunk. Yeah, and they were just getting drunker and oh drunker. Oh my god! No, nah, by the time like that, that was the night that girl said, "You're the worst. I hate you." And I'm like, "Good." <laughs> that that's either like the best compliment you could give a comic, or like, if if you get hurt when somebody comes up and says that they hate you, you're yeah. not a fucking comedian. Yeah, you gotta have thick skin. You gotta be like, I was like, what? Thank you. She got even more madder. She goes back to the fucking bar and she's like, you were the worst. I hated your whole set. So I pointed at her and I went like this. 
Cry baby, cry baby, cry baby, and she got up and left the bar. Dude. It was my best night of comedy. Oh and my it was my worst set, my funnest night, and my best comeback ever, dude. When I called her a crybaby, I was like, cry baby, cry baby, cry baby, and she ran out of there. I forget. It was in the middle of Phil's set. Oh, really? And Phil was on one of those tears, like a super drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was one of the drunk people, like the blackouts, like he said. He was blacked out, dude. I don't think he remembers his set or anything. Oh, dude, dude I, I'm surprised Phil remembers any of his sets, but Man. in the best way possible. But I love you, Phil. I love, Speaking I love of Phil, you. can we talk about Facebook for a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So just, you know, you have hundreds of thousands of listeners out there. Uh, I'm not on Facebook. Okay, Mark Masters. Denver comedian, not on Facebook, but there is a another Mark. Mark Masters who actually looks a little bit like me, and he looks like maybe the he used to be a comedian uh, in Denver, uh, and people get Phil tagged a photo of my face <laughs> with that Mark Masters, and within 24 hours, I had like 15 people come up to me and say either, "Hey, saw you just got on Facebook. I added you as a friend," or. Uh, oh my hey, God. I just added you as a friend, or uh, hey, by the way, and this was much rarer, uh, somebody's impersonating you on Facebook. <laughs> so if you're friends with a Mark Masters that you think is me, Denver Comedy Community, unfriend, that's not me. Okay? Yeah. I'm not on Facebook. Are you on any of them? He's too no. cool for school, homie. On, I, like we were talking about before, you spent, like, reasonably... You spend an hour a day on Facebook. That's another hour I can spend writing jokes every single day. Well, what about well, yeah, but I'm talking about like the other ones because like what about like things like Reddit where I'm I mean, there's things you can use the internet for besides like so I get the whole Facebook like thing consuming. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get on Reddit and yeah. So so you're still looking up information. Yeah, yeah. So you're not yeah, fully off Facebook. The like we were just before we started recording, we were talking about Tilk. Kill Tony. Kill Tony. Yeah. Uh, and trying to figure out like we could road trip to Kill Tony. And, uh, which, by the way, Denver Comics, Kill Tony is going to Salt Lake City on May 14th, uh, which I recently drove to to go to Wise Guys Comedy Club. Oh, it's really? It's not that bad. It's like an eight-hour drive. Really? It's pretty easy. I'd be uh, down to So that, that would be easy to get to. I've always wanted to check Anyways, out that, that information was on Facebook. It was like a public Facebook yeah. page, and I, I do that sometimes. May 15th, Kill Tony is in Boise, Idaho. And I would love to go to either of those. May 15th, I'm actually doing a show in Boulder. So I won't be able to uh, go to that one, but I could possibly do the May Fourteenth and race back. Yeah, That'd be a little sketchy, but well, I don't know. If people want to hit me up. I got a, a car that can definitely get car. to Salt Lake City. Uh, My car is broke down. Tony. Yeah, I heard. Tell yeah, us about you that. broke your CVT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while we went, you gotta lose some weight. Oh, come on, come on, guys. <laughs> that little you hocus, got Jamie Batman that, in the lab. That hocus pocus Ford Focus is the shit, man. I don't give a shit. Here, use one of these cool filters. Oh yeah. These filters were brought to you by Tall Guy. Still a shit. pipe. Stealing shit from his work. Stealing shit from his work. I'm not stealing anything. I got them for free because oh, customers yeah. didn't clear them. And I got the these cool glasses. Uh, Barefoot Wine, unofficial sponsor, just like Crazy Mountain Brewing. a fucking yeah, dear. Pair. They're cool. Shit, buckets, God damn it. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to ask you? Oh yeah, because I'm always interested to like hear. Oh, good job. I'm always interested to hear about people who actually started in Denver, because I didn't start in Denver. Like I, I yeah. think I've told you this is that like I when I was back in Junction. 
an open mic was just something that I listened to a bunch of stupid ass comedic podcasts and I got the courage to do it because I just saw so many people were doing it and I was like well if these people can do it I can at least try it and like on my 21st birthday after my 21st birthday like in February there was this random open mic at a bar in uh, downtown Grand Junction that shout out to Mesa Theater that had an open mic and I literally went there and I was the only comic there and it was just oh, it was a mixed it was like it, music yeah and, and it was just yeah. it was literally there was two acoustic guitar players both of which were doing cover songs the entire time uh, and yeah. one girl that literally sang off of karaoke versions off of her iPod and then a guy who screamed with a mask on and that's huh. that's that's and then I went up about in the middle of that and I had a few laughs on my very first one but I got drunk as shit because like you I I deal with uh, you were nervous. anxious anxiety with drugs. Right. I don't. Yeah, I think, so I've had experience in other places since I started in Denver. And so I can talk quite a bit about, well, at least my own personal opinion about the Denver comedy community. I've, yeah. since, since I started in Denver, since that first open mic, what, to kind of get back to that earlier story, I went to Three Kings. I was super anxious, but I was like, I could probably do this. Then That was on a Friday. That next Monday, I went to Irish Rover and watched a whole, like, three, four hours of open mic comedy. And then the next Monday, I went back and performed. Since then, I've done open mics in ten states, including wow. Colorado. Which wow. like, all over. I've been to San Francisco, California, uh, Los Angeles, California. I just got back from Miami. Which was interesting. You went all the way to Miami, huh? Yeah, That's dude, tight, I got dude. on a showcase there. It was oh, great. It was wow. cool. To- shout out to uh, Taurus Whiskey Bar. Uh, <coughs> and did some open mics there, which were... They were good. You know, they're different. I did Chicago, Illinois, which was awesome. There's a great comedian out there, Pat Truer, who uh, is a buddy of mine. Used to live in Denver. Uh, and he hooked it up we went to eight mics in three days he knew like exactly where to wow, go wow that's and, perfect <coughs> yeah so that's fun. like uh, so, uh brian said he went to a couple couple of yeah, mics he went Chicago. to pat's mic yeah. actually yeah cool, cool. they met out there uh but the thing like the the big takeaway for me is the denver Com- i've been to new york city as well the denver comedy scene is really good like yeah. the comedians really? like you sit in an open mic and two three hours in you're like man this sucks Try going to some, I'm not going to say where, but some of these other places, the comedians just aren't as good. It's not as hard to get laughs, so it's just not, it's like a, it's like a Division One basketball program versus Division Three, and I would really? say Denver is up there. I mean, New York City, some parts of LA, that's probably like, yeah, maybe a step above. I mean, right. certainly at the showcase level. Like in LA, you're gonna see like really famous. But people. at the open mic level, at the open mic level, it's, to... eh, there there's some really good comedians out yeah, there. There's good comedians uh, everywhere, but we see. But I think there Denver's is a concentration because I've just noticed how many people I'm, since I've moved here are like moved here. Out of the comics that we comedy. know, I, I I'm trying to think of who in our comedic circle, even the more veteran ones, actually grew up in Denver. It's almost none of them, I think. Almost all of them have come from other places because it yeah, seems Charlie like Charlie Cohen's from Denver, I think. Yeah, yeah, Charlie is, but like that's a rarity. Yeah, but for that the most yeah. part, most everybody else is a, a lot of people. State. Yeah, a lot of people are from out of state. All of them. Yeah, yeah my book has a uh, whole chapter, the comedy transplant, that's about Michael Isaacs. Oh he yeah. Chose Den- He thought about different places to move in America, and chose Denver and moved here. And 
He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, love I, came, no. I came here because of comedy. Like that's the whole reason I moved yeah, to Denver. Yeah, Michael Isaacs came to my open mic a few like a few weeks ago, and then he came last week too. And uh, I when's mean, that open mic, Big it, Lou? It's uh, it's every Sunday. The super duper Stone Day mic. Sunday, Sunday. It's not super in downtown. Yeah. It's on the north side. It's close to my house by where we're doing this podcast at. And I'm glad it's up here. I'm glad it's out of the way. And I'm glad people are showing up for yeah. it, too. It's you actually a really I mean? fun mic. Yeah, it's it's fun. really I fun. It. I've been here a few You times. tell your jokes next to the pool table. And it's kind of <laughs> like... Dude, it, it it's it's comics, but I mean, I think be... the best part about it is the bar rail. Yeah, there are actual customers there. Yeah, yeah. civilians as civilians. There'll like be some. There'll be some civilians there, and it's not like they'll laugh too. They'll yeah, pay yeah. attention. They, they pay, pay attention. attention. I've always I've always had at least a few people paying attention. You know who mind. had the best crowd interaction there was uh, little Noah Hubler. Yeah, he, that well, guy. He <laughs> starts. Boom, boom, he almost got his boom, dick boom, sucked boom. by some. Boy. Yeah, he's a he's he, he wasn't even trying to hit on her. He's all, hey man, what do you do for work? And she's like, oh, I suck dick. And then it was like three minutes of comedy gold, him going off just riffing, <laughs> and it was it's insane. But that that's what I love. I love seeing open mics. I love this open mic. Oh yeah. And and like you're saying, the community is good here. You, it's not like people are super supportive as well. Which yeah. I really like I mean, there's a little bit of. In the beginning, people kind there's of give some you a clickiness. shoulder, but there's always new people to hang out with, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing for everybody to remember what it was like in the beginning and be nice to yeah. people, right? Well, and, Somebody and gets up there and eats dick, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, like, a, it's this thing, I saw a post the other day that, that I think kind of explains it a little bit, and I can understand this, is that... Like, somebody who's been in this game for a long time, especially in Denver, has probably seen so many people start and then quit. Yeah. And then, like, you don't, you never hear from again. So it's kind of, I can get their point of, like, it's kind of hard for you to care about somebody coming up when you think that they're going to be gone right. in six you months. you don't need to care a ton just yeah. to say, uh, hey, there was one good thing in your set. Yeah. Or, uh, I like the way you held the mic, or move the mic stand. Just give somebody a tip. Yeah. Even just to... Give some and, I, and, I'm, and I'm definitely not a veteran or anything. I'm still barely started on Denver County. But if somebody asks me stuff like that, then I'm always happy to give advice. But one of the problems is, is that, like, you're, I mean, and I'm this way too, is that, they're, like, a, a lot of comics are introverts. Yeah. And so they're not going to go out of their way. Like, as that was my problem when I first got here, is that I had a problem with going out of my way to ask people for advice. Because right. I was like, no one wants to fucking talk to me and stuff like this. And then once I started hanging out with these dinglings and him and Grandma and stuff, well, I started to get more confidence. That's like, I, I talk with everybody yeah. outside. Yeah. That's when I'm on fire, if you want to know the <laughs> truth. Like, like, some open mics, I don't even care if I'm funny up on the stage, as long as I make two, three people laugh outside or... Or bullshitting, smoking a J, or like doing a couple. Well, that's why I always outside. say is that open it's, outside of open mics is always way funnier than on stage yeah, most of the time. It is, but that's like I mean, the first person I I met and vibed with was Phil, and then after that it was Tall Guy. Yeah. I seen Tall Guy way out south at a at a Peter Cohen's Peter, at Peter mic. Cohen's mic. Yeah, you know that was I the mean? first one I did when I got to Denver. Actually, with oh, yeah. Peter Cohen's mic. Yeah, yeah that that's where it. I first uh, seen Emily him. beat me for the twenty five bucks. <laughs> you came in second place. Yeah, that's pretty tight. That's yeah. good. Well, I I had been doing comedy injunction for four years oh, okay. for, prior to any of this. So like when I came here, I wasn't good because I went up once a week, and yeah. there were like six months interval there where there were no open mics in Grand Junction, but I still had a bag of jokes of four years worth of jokes, and I pretty much lost every single one of those jokes now but i had those and so 
Yeah, I came into this this game a little bit differently than most people. Yeah, you could tell he had, he he does have very good mic presence, and you could tell that's just from him, you know. But then some days it's like I always catch you holding the mic way too low at the end of your sets or putting it up and not bringing it. Oh, high yeah. he's got because, those weak arms. Yeah, tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking up there, guys. I'm shaking. I can't do this. That's funny. So I, I have a story about that actually. I'm uh, this Saturday. I'm do April sixth. I'm doing the yeah. spotlight down in Pueblo, and I'm oh. do, I don't know why I'm not ready for this, but I'm doing thirty minutes <laughs> oh, at the end. Oh man! So I've been taking it super seriously, and every day I do thirty minutes to myself, like in my living room, my bathroom mirror. Well, whatever. that mirror right behind and, you, I do minutes in that yeah. mirror for sure so all the time. Just yesterday, I started doing it with a mic stand and a mic and a cable, and my arm got tired. Yeah. Like 20 minutes in, I was like, well, I'm glad I'm doing this because if this had happened on the actual night, like my arm was, I had to switch hands and <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen. I mean, no. it's not heavy. No, it's not heavy. But, it's just like it does like, thing. Well, it's yeah. like, it's like hold your arm out like yeah. this for 20 minutes. Yeah. Dude. You're not going to be able to do it. You're no, going to get exactly. shaky. You I, could, I, I mean? could totally get why. Because you, you'll watch that if you watch an hour. They switch their hands or that's why a lot of them like will have intervals of putting in the mic stand just to give their fucking arms a rest. Yeah. Or they'll put it I in the mic stand and then sit mm-hmm. down for five minutes, tell a little yep. sit-down story. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see it. I see it. Yeah. Man, or my like, arms are getting sore just thinking about it. <laughs> you got to go to the comedian gym and just uh, <laughs> pump mics. <laughs> no, do wrist curls and stuff like that. We can do a YouTube video. I would love to funny. see that comedy workout. Oh, have you watched Oh, we're going to have to cut this part out. Copyright right here, guys. Don't take our ideas. <laughs> have you seen the... Have have you seen the Ghetto Gourmet on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched the Terry like Ocupo the other day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just good. got an Instant Pot. Do you guys have an Instant Pot? Uh-uh. No. They are unbelievable. I made my very first meal last night in Instant Pot. I made like basically Tokyo Joe's chicken. Oh, Super nice. Super easy. 15 minutes in the Instant Pot. And what is this little Instant Pot? Is it like it's a, a pressure plug-in? cooker. It's a oh, mini it's basically, pressure cooker? It's a digital pressure cooker. It's oh, like all right. the same pressure cooker that has been around for 50 years. That doesn't sound ghetto at all. Years, that doesn't sound But it's got little like, you know... That sounds futuristic. Yeah, we can't no, use that on the show. Yeah, no, we're going super ghetto. Yeah, no, stuff. I get it. Uh, I think, but that, that does sound badass. Yeah, I want to. Try we're supposed that. to do a ghetto gourmet tomorrow. barbecue tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So what, we what we need to do is, you know, I'm just gonna give out one of my special ghetto gourmet recipes <laughs> okay. right now. Okay, you guys. So the the best marinade ever of your whole life. Just go get you some little flat round steaks, you know, from from Safeways or whatever. Get you a nice big Ziploc baggie. And you marinate overnight, right? Yeah, like sure. most normal folks do. Yeah. Get you about <laughs> get you about twenty to thirty fire sauces from from Taco Bell. Throw that shit in there. Salt, pepper, or garlic salt is what I use because I don't like vampires. Garlic <laughs> salt, pepper. Throw all that shit in the bag, 30 packets of fire sauce, and marinate your steaks in there. You're gonna I love how pretty much every single one of his recipes has included stealing something from <laughs> <laughs> My best ghetto gourmet tip is baking for cakes. So you, put, you take a regular like $2 box cake yeah. mix, and then you add stuff to it to make it fancier. Yeah. The easiest one is sour cream, but there's a whole book about this called Cake Doctor. Yeah. Don't go buy that book. Go buy Not Good Yet instead. But <laughs> yeah. get, get that from the library or something. Anyways, it's It'll about be like 50 searches. different recipes where you basically get a gourmet, a, a box, a cake mix, and you add peanut butter or, I don't know, nuts or yeah. sour cream or something. Yeah. And they taste 
really good. They're terrific. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, that's that's my that's my thing, man. I always doctor everything up, man. Yeah, you have to. You know what I mean? good no more. Yeah, I, yeah nothing, they, they don't mean nothing good at all no more, dude. Sure. Everything's canned and yeah. preserved. Let me talk about a couple of other things. Uh, Mutiny Information Cafe. You guys ever oh, go yeah. to that? Mike? Yeah, yeah, I love Great mic, awesome place. The, uh, they're gonna have my book starting next week. So uh, let's say like after April tenth, twenty nineteen, and they're gonna have it at a discount to the price you can get it on Amazon. Oh, so go nice. pick it up there from Jim. That's a just great business. Right. Yeah, Mutiny is cool. Broadway. They got dope comic books. You guys, they got figurines. <laughs> they got records. They and got now they have balls. Mark Masters books. So yeah. and they got Mark Masters yeah. books. Like I was, I was wondering. What are all these rectangle things in the back? <laughs> and you know, I was just there for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then they like, found out they oh, these is books, and I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> and now my friend Mark Masters. Yeah. I'm actually. So Lou, since you I'm can't in that read, book, uh, I could read. That's for that's you. the that's yeah, the joke. Kidding. That's the I joke, know. Mark I Masters. I know you're smarter. Yeah. That's a funny thing. I write about this in my book. I'm so impressed with how smart comedians are. Oh yeah. Like I came for the challenge, but yeah. I'm sticking around. For the cool, smart people. Oh yeah, like no. they're incredible. Like yeah, half of them look like they're homeless and <laughs> like they don't know where their next meal is coming from. But you can talk to them about literature, great movies. You know, no, I've I've had better conversations with comics than almost anybody else in my life. Like whether they're they're college uh, educated or not. Like I, I could, well, I probably not. But I, I definitely, yeah, it's the same thing with you. I'm perspirating all over my speech but like it's the same thing of what you're talking about it's just comics are the they're one they're the funniest you're not gonna laugh harder than talking to a comic than talking to some random person for the most part and you it's consistent like it's just a it's a little release and they're the most eccentric and interesting people they always have crazy ass stories that's why i hang around this guy because he's the craziest tall guy gets all of my references like and i got them all they're like that's probably why me and Batman get along so much because I got all the comic book references. That's <laughs> why so I had these guys watching the, one of the dumbest movies ever and in Cantonese last night. <laughs> like, like the like the American version is funny when they do the American. Uh, they got the English subtitles, but when they actually do it in English, like if you went and bought the video, they have it in English and it's super funny. Like. But, like, we were watching Shaolin Soccer. Yeah. The same guy that made the Kung yeah, yeah. Fu Hustle. Yep. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. And, like, oh, that, that, that movie is just insane. I, I don't like, even know what to say. This guy didn't even know, know what to say, and we can't even understand what they're saying. We're bare. I'm reading the, the subtitles <laughs> in, like, a hard accent and everything, dude. Oh, you are not you are not good enough, Golden Leg and stuff. It was great, though. <laughs> What so, else is on your notes list over uh, there? So the book is 200 pages long, so if you can't read or don't like to read, <laughs> uh, coming soon, we'll, it will be on Audible as an audio book. I have to figure out how to do that, watch some YouTube tutorial or something, but once I, I figure, it's already on the Kindle and on the... Uh, and up until then, still buy the book because there's nice pictures in the back. Yeah, you yeah. Get, you get a, and you get a see there's Lewis a picture of me. Yeah, actually, I just happened to do that. No, wait, that's not you. But it is Friday night. There's a lot, if, if probably the people listening to this, I would say if you're listening to this right now, there's a 50% chance you're in the book. Yeah. Because you're probably a Denver comedian yeah. who was in, at an open mic in my first six months, and I talk about probably 30, 40 different Yeah, I mentioned in there not by name, but yeah, I just happened the story. to... It, yeah. yeah, the picture is not the coolest picture Mark Masters ever took of me. <laughs> the coolest picture Mark Masters took of me 
was when Josh Blue featured for me at Comedy Works <laughs> at Thick Skin. Remember that? Martin Masters? Yeah. And I went up there and yelled. Yeah. I'm wearing my traditional cargo shorts with pajama pants underneath. <laughs> My Bronco jacket, and I'm just hollering at people. Yeah, your winter crazy. costume. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, that's how that's how Denver people roll here in the winter. Yeah. You know? If you were to rank, speaking of homeless-looking comedians, who do you think would have been on top? Because it's definitely you, uh, Brian Evans, Brian Evans, Nick Costabinus, <laughs> and we got to throw in T.J. Webb in there. Oh yeah, yeah. T.J. Sure. Webb's got. Because he's like, like he sleeps he's, at a construction he, site. He's the Carhartt king, son. <laughs> like I'm the Dickies king, bro. Dickie pants, Dickies. And they all look top. like they were donated. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, you guys are lucky. When I used to be a sewer dog, it was all all I'd show up at the bar after work in coveralls uh, and a dirty ass jacket, bro. Oh man, the dirty ass sewer dog like jacket. Nah, dude. Dude, the sewer business is cl- different, dude, all right? You already told me a story of you getting covered in shit. Yeah, that's just one day, dude. You don't even <laughs> know, bro. One days, There's going to be days like that, dude, working in the sewer business. I wish that those like, the same thing. All right, I'm Some just giving props. Gilner Pipeline, maintenance. You guys are the shit, Jerry. I wish I was still a fucking sewer dog, Even though dude. he got I'm fired serious. because of a drug-sniffing horse. Yeah, I got fired for the drug-sniffing horse, which makes my comedy game off the chain, son. You know what I mean? Who else has that story? How many no. st- how many crazy stories have you heard horses until from me, Mr. Masters? Uh-huh. I got a really crazy life, dude. And I wouldn't have it no other way ever, dude. Yeah. I'm so glad I met both of you guys. You guys have any shows coming up? Um, we have Hostway's birthday uh, roast this Saturday. I'm hosting that, uh, and that's going to be... I don't think I'm allowed at roast anymore. It's Brenna. Brenna, you're my favorite ever still, okay? I think I think Hostway, because like, the thing with Brenna's is that it was at a public event, and Hostway's is much more of a private event, so there's going to be just comics there. So it should work out better because oh, everybody's going to get the now people nice. will get the jokes. The problem with the one with Brenna Bigelow's, and I love that they tried to do a good job on them, but <laughs> goddamn, you guys were making references that no civilian would get ever. You guys are nobodies right now. You don't right. matter at all in the whole scheme of things. Why would you think that random people knew your references? Right. That's just what do you guys think of the Gong Show? The gong show was there? fun. That was lame. I had fun at it. I, I got gong you, but quick. I also had I also had Batman on the gong for me, so he just let I, me I, go. Yeah. <laughs> See, look, you guys, this guy cheated at the gong yeah. show. Yeah, okay? I cheat. I get, I I get my boyfriend. Warren, if you're listening, here's what you need to do. One, get a real gong. Yeah, yeah use like a device on your phone. David yeah. Gamble. Two. David Gamble, your fucking gong was a cheese dish <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> He tried. It was the ghetto gourmet of gone. No, that wasn't. I would have made something a thousand times. For those better. of you who weren't there, it was. Uh, what's that game where you toss the the balls, the strings in the park on the PVC oh, pipes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a giant version of. If you can imagine, like a rectangle made out of PVC pipes with a cooking sheet <laughs> hanging from it, a, a, a cookie tray, and people were hitting it with it. a hammer. It didn't reverberate. It was bad. So the other thing they need is it it should be the same judge the whole time. Okay, I I did a gong show in Las Vegas, and they had three judges on stage. It was a little bit like Kill Tony kind of. It at least looked like that. And basically all three of them had to vote 
you off the island, and then the like captain of the three of them would hit the gong at yeah. that point. And I think that's fairer, and it's just it's gonna let the comedians kind of finish more jokes, and I don't know. Yeah, they, they were, like, I, that, that, I think they were trying to do it like they were trying to do that other show that that, that actually worked out really well. The uh, the up or down show, you remember? Were you on that one? I forgot what it was called, but know. like they pretty much what they did is that they took uh, they would either have the, somebody say something positive or something negative about. Oh yourself. yes, yes, yeah. yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one worked out really well because yeah, that was a good yeah. just one because you could do yeah. that randomly. But I like your idea yeah. with the gong because yeah, I like it is. the Oren's doing a great job mixing up that mic. And yeah, that is a really great mic. Oh, that was my yeah. first mic. That's the mic where I did the book release party for Not Good Yet this last Monday. Oh, nice. Um, um yeah. I my first mic mm. was at Chirito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. When Preston Tompkins still ran it too. Okay. And uh, I remember, like, three weeks in, I I shit the bed. I forgot, like, half of my shit. I did, like, a minute. I did two little jokes because, like, now I'm more of a storyteller. But back when I first started, I was like, man, these guys got jokes. I got to write down some jokes. I got to do that. I was writing, trying to just write jokes. And then, like, uh, I walked off stage. And I was like, fuck. And then he comes back up. He's like... Dude, just leave the mic empty. Da, 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 give him the shit. <laughs> and then I didn't go back for like about a month, a month and a half. I was like disappointed. I'm like, I suck. I'm never going to do this again. And then I went back and this is something I've always done since then is I go all the way till I get the light. Yeah. I was like, now I just go your three minutes, four minutes, right. five minutes, whatever it is. I'm going to go. All the way till I get the light. Even if I'm sucking, if I'm doing good, anything like that, I go. And sometimes he'll karate chop the person with the light so he goes longer. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. I got gone pretty quick at that. Yeah, that's what I heard. But it's a new story. It's a story yeah. about some crazy millennial just, that I almost had right. to beat up. Yeah, you know the, the, I mean? the stories like the half of the reason that I do comedy is just so that I have stories for my life. Because like I've accumulated more interesting stories in the past almost year I've been here than like the rest of my life. I've seen like, them. I have some stories from before comedy, but my favorite stories to tell anybody are all of them from comedy because right. I've had some crazy stuff. I tell, when I go back to uh, visit my friends, I tell them about the fucking New Year's, New Year's Eve show. I yeah, tell them about sure. the fucking crazy ass mics I've been to here. Oh. Almost getting in a fight at King's the last oh, two weeks man. ago. <laughs> that whole last, the other week, shoot. We talked we... about the New Year's show on this recording. Oh, Once again, we're in a professional oh, recording yeah. studio oh, yeah. for those of you listening at home. Yeah, we had no audio problems whatsoever. Yeah, no. none, none. No long uh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we, I think we've talked about it. Oh no, let's though. go back. Let's, let's with... do it over, kind of over again. So your your book kind of <laughs> crescendos at the end about doing a dope uh, a New Year's holiday show. Yeah, hundred people in the hundred plus people in the audience, right near Coors Field. Cool. Eight comedians. I the important thing for me personally was I hosted and I got up and I did like seven minutes of material, which nice. at the time was the most I'd ever done. Probably by 2x. Like, I've been doing open mics forever. You know, two minutes at Comedy yeah. Works, that kind of thing. So, that was great. And I'd written some jokes specifically for the audience, uh, which I had tried out at Irish Rover and Lion's Lair and around town. And uh, it just, it killed. And it was fun. It was fun, like, the same way performing at New Talent Night or Thick Skin is. Yeah. Like, you got a hot crowd. And at that time, the crowd was hot because I started them. 
You know, like yeah. I got him going. That's, and that's that was the really best cool. Feeling. And then had a great slate of comics. Zach Moss and Alan Bromwell were on the lineup, and it was just. It was a really fun night. It was yeah, really hell cool. yeah. Have you have you hosted anything since, or was yeah? That... I do smaller, like real small shows. Yeah. Um, if there are people listening right now, and you send me a note through my website, I'll t- I can try and get you on them. They're clean shows, so they're usually for like business kind of crowds. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's really good. Like I had Aaron Maslow. No well, wonder, you're out. No wonder why he yeah. never asked yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Out. Sorry. <laughs> Aaron on one of the shows, and what he said to me was was really cool. He basically said that. Uh, you know, there's there's really rare cases where you can practice clean corporate comedy. Yeah, and this was a great opportunity to practice that kind. Yeah, of I've been trying. I've been trying to work cleaner, just because, or at least at the I very most, not swear as much. Minutes, yeah, because so it's just yeah. it's just nice to have. But you got to work on that shit. You cannot swear. I know you say fuck every other word on stage. Fuck but that, dude. You're like <laughs> no, I've done it. I've done it before, mats. dude. But I gotta, I, I gotta do the white guy voice to do a clean set. Because <laughs> I'm spiffy whiffy, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to make you guys you laugh. You guys driving. Yeah. Uh, you guys are really terrible at driving. <laughs> I'm the best driver ever. I For was a sure. ass in on that morning. I, I was, I've been driving since 87. I'm I was sh- six. I'm doing a show tonight. Patrick Scott is going to be on it. He's oh, gonna really? It's clean, so that'll be fun. And uh, let's talk about other shows. April nineteenth, I'm uh, I'm in a TV studio, doing fifteen minutes. I'm getting recorded. Uh, How'd you get that? It's going to be on like, well, it's not NBC, it's not Comedy Central. It's uh, you know Wayne's World, how they had their own like public yeah. access. Oh, really? It's public access television. Oh, There's a, wow. uh, basically. Uh, Denver Open Media Foundation or something oh, like I, that. I, I, I think just, I'm... It's like an open mic, basically. Yeah. You go, and I went, and they invited me back to feature, which is when you get the 15 minutes, and you go in the beginning. Uh, if anybody wants to come and watch it, reach out, send a note. I'd love to have you in the audience, and we can go straight from there to, to Three Kings. Uh, it's a Friday night, third Friday in April. April oh, nice. Hell yeah. April 19th, yeah. That sounds cool. Where, uh, yeah. What channel is that? I have no idea. That is awesome. It's like 247. I, no I really don't want people watching on the TV. Come watch it live. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Comedy's be always a, better live, but I, guys. But I'm going to record it. You know, I'm going to get the recording. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. If it's good, I might, like, you know, yeah, put it out there. That's something I've like been thinking about because minute album or I'm definitely not good enough to put out probably even 15 minutes but I've always thought like the way that people's attentions works now if you can just release five minutes if you have like a five minute bit that doesn't well that's what fit. they do they do three four minute bits on YouTube and stuff now yeah. you go have you ahead. seen the Andrew Schultz thing mm-hmm. recently do you know who he is yeah he is hilarious he's so funny and I saw him in New York City when I went this is in the book uh, I saw him at the cellar a couple times and he's been releasing for free basically like a Netflix special uh, five minutes at a time on YouTube. Really? And they're so funny. And then he previews the next one. And he, he went on this like big world tour. So one of them will be like in Norway. And he does five minutes of one bit. And the next one he's in London. And then he's in Philadelphia oh, or whatever. genius. Uh, so Andrew Schultz, look that guy up. That's he's got a great genius. like that's video perfect. podcast. And huh. he's, he's terrific, really funny. Yeah, yeah we're just trying to we're just trying to get content out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what it's all about. It seems now mm-hmm. is just getting the amount of content. Sometimes it's not even. I mean, 
I like, like the ghetto gourmet. That was funny, dude, and it was fun to do. It's a little what? I don't even think it's five minutes. It's not even work. It? You literally just recorded yeah, yourself. Yeah, it was fun. It was and fun, you get to eat. Yeah, and yep. you get to eat. You paid for it, but oh, yeah, one of these days you're gonna get sponsored by some. We should do with the cake thing. Let's do a guest spot someday. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll come out and we'll bake. That's oh, yeah, I'm down, dude. I know how to bake. I know how to do all that. We can do like a real cooking show. We'll like pop a cake in the oven, and then we'll like we'll like I'll put together all the ingredients for a second cake. No, be like, open up the oven. Oh, it's all done yeah. already. Holy shit. <laughs> like, That's what that sour cream go. does, bitches. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, yeah, no, you. maybe maybe we'll be able to be my YouTube hero, the, the girl from Nerdy Nummies. What's Nerdy Nummies? Oh, man, I'll show you after the podcast, dude. <laughs> I'm in love with this girl. I wish she was my girlfriend. She makes all the coolest shit. Like, she made... Uh, she made the red potion from Zelda. <laughs> little Really? Yeah, dude. Oh, she delicious. makes uh she makes everything, like little cake pops, cupcakes. Mm. Uh she made oh man, she makes them all, dude, like from from every sort of media you could think. They made Game of Thrones stuff, they made Zelda stuff, they made Pokemon stuff. She just makes the dopest Nerdy nummies, dude. I love her, dude. Yeah, that's I forget wrong. her name. It's We're just plugging Rosanna, a shitload of other Rosanna. shows. On yeah, how about movie. like Pat Chat, my buddy yeah. from Chicago, Pat's YouTube show channel, whatever. That's hilarious. We'll just plug what in. Uh, what yeah, else do you? What else my do you watch? My friend owns a, owns a t-shirt company called Foot Factory. I'm just gonna yeah, plug just shit all out. day. Oh, uh, don't forget mm. about um um quasi sponsored by Crazy Mountain Brewing. <laughs> you know, where's I mean? my? Do I get a six pack for being uh, on the show? Um. Uh, we're gonna. I owe you. I, yeah, yeah, I owe you on that. We might have to stop by there on the way to these open mics here yeah. later. You know what I mean? There's. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, it's right over there by Rising Sun. Yeah. Distillery. If right. you guys like drinking. Yeah. Is that tonight? Uh, oh yeah, we do have that tonight. Shit, yeah. monkeys. Uh, May fifteenth, I'm gonna be in Boulder doing a show. Oh, yeah, you're doing so, uh, that. So reach out about that as well. May fifteenth. Boulder's crazy. Boulder, Wednesday, May fifteenth. I have a just awesome boulder open mic story i uh Let's went to it. uh what is that place called it's a brewery have you guys been to any mics in boulder just vision quest oh, been to vision quest brewing uh i think the guy's name is anthony super nice guy really good dude uh fun little room like 25 civilians <coughs> in the audience and went up like fifth or sixth and just like, if you've ever performed out of town, the fun thing about me, the thing I like about traveling and doing open mic comedy is, one, you get to hear other people's jokes. Like, I love you guys. You're hilarious. But I've heard almost all your jokes. And even if you do new stuff, because I know your personas, I can guess where they're going. Yeah. And you can you just kind of, like, I don't know. It's hard to sit through three hours of comedy and enjoy it as much as maybe a regular person might yeah. enjoy. Well, that's why special. I always like to see when new people come, because like when those when those guys came through that Jeffrey brought from uh, KC, yeah. like they, they they were new voices. I hadn't heard their jokes. Did they leave already? Yeah. Oh, they were only here for like five days. <laughs> I thought they moved here. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that was that <laughs> no, cool. one they of the cool guys. Teacher, but, like, he got mad at me for taking pictures. Of him with the Vienna weenies. Yeah, I guess you can't eat Vienna weenies as a teacher. It's against their code. But, but like, it, but the, that's what you're saying. Like, again, I love all the comedy yeah, around here. But so if you go to, like, thing. like I was just in Miami, every comedian I saw, brand new material to me. Yeah, you've never seen yeah. that, and you've and never the, seen their personas The either. second thing is, when you get up on stage, 
you can do your stuff that you know is good and they have never heard it yeah so it's almost like being in a comedy club but you're at an open mic and people pay attention they're like oh this guy's from denver oh i'm gonna you know put down my phone and i'm gonna listen for at least a minute and as long as you do well so i went up to that vision quest and and was lucky enough to like have everybody's attention and really like i was having fun on stage and just it went really well so that was yeah, that was no, cool. I, I, I definitely had, encourage people. The to... first time it, uh, when I went to Boulder, I've only been to one mic in Boulder, but it was at the college, and it's the first time I actually had performed for like college kids, mm-hmm. and it went all right. <laughs> there was there was there's still definitely that thing that everybody talks all about right. that they just haven't like had I'm gonna life end, experience. I'm gonna end Boulder with the craziest Boulder story okay. you ever heard. I don't know if you heard this yet. Giving away bits on a podcast. So, I don't even know. This isn't even a bit. This is just a fucking OG story. This is how crazy Boulder is. Yeah. In general. So, I was, we were working sewer. There's a tree growing roots through an old manhole. Right, Mr. Masters? Yeah. So, we have to take this tree <laughs> through out. Through the steel? No. It, no. Through the, so, it's an old brick manhole on the campus, right? Okay. So, it's a brick manhole. It's about four feet deep. And this tree root is oh, just destroying yeah, yeah. The, the, the wall in this manhole. So we okay. tell him, hey, we got to tear this tree out. The guy goes, bring your equipment tomorrow and we'll tear this tree out. So we go, we're about to tear this tree out. And this lady walks up. And she goes over and she sits down and she talks with the tree Three, four, five hours go by. She has lunch with the tree. And then she comes over to us. <laughs> what did she have with the tree? A and then salad? she comes she that comes over. And, wait, listen, listen. She comes over to us and she goes like this. She goes, uh, hey, you guys. Henry knows he's been doing wrong by stealing water from the sewer <clears throat> what line. What a shitty name for a tree. And, and he knows he might die today. And he's okay with it. And me and the guys were like, who the fuck is Henry? (laughs) And then she goes, she's all, it's okay. Henry knows he might die today. So you guys just go ahead and do what you got to do, okay? She was a tree psychologist. (laughs) And she talked with that tree for like five hours. I was like, like, man, I was like, how do I get that job? How do I get that job? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tree psychologist. I'm in the wrong business. I know, dude. I but now I'm a comedian. Hey, look at that shit. It all yeah. works out. It goes comedian tree whisperer on the. On you got the anything list. else to plug? I don't think so. I mean, obviously buy the book if you can. Yeah. Uh, buy the you book. Get it on right Amazon. Bella, uh, you're gonna me. ruin it at the end. Or if you need. Or Muni Cafe. That's two. That's two, as in the number two, Broadway, Denver, Colorado, Muni Cafe, South Broadway. Yeah. Um, Shit. Yeah, uh, I have a mailing list. If you go to if you go to my website, uh, you can sign up for my. What's the website? Markmasters.co, like Colorado. Co. All right. Uh, and you can get there from notgoodyet.com. Notgoodyet.com. Even easier to remember. So when are you coming out with the sequel? Still not good? Uh, uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been writing down... I'm trying to be better. Chapter, <laughs> chapter ideas. You know, Inspirational le- book. It'll be like, less not good. Yeah, there you go. That's I'm less be... not good. Yeah. Uh, maybe instead of doing the next six months, 
Maybe I'll do like a year. Can, can, we, a can, we, name our, can we name our podcast, the, or can we name this episode that Less Not Good? <laughs> Maybe. Because I am now, I'm Less Not yeah, Good. You are, yeah, you've been doing better. Actually, I've been like, like, watching you like. No, I like, I like, like Martin Master's jokes. Like, oh, I won't say none of them, but I like them all, dude. I really do. No, in like... I got killed at uh, Janae's mic last night. Oh, yeah? Black oh. Buzzard. I went... She... I, I don't know how to say this and, and be, uh, be nice about it. But, well, she was mean to me. You know, that's kind of Janae's thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, that's the way I interpreted it. Basically, I asked her before I went up. Before the mic started, she was like, not a lot of people here. So, five, six minute sets until... People come from New Talent Night, you know, we'll just see how it goes. Maybe we'll get down to two minutes, whatever. So it was real, like, wide range, two to six minutes. So before I went up, I was like, how much time do we have? And she was like, eh, whatever. Just go for it. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to tell a story that I've been working on. And then I had three new things I wanted to try. There you go. So I tell my story. goes pretty well. I tell the first new thing. It's not that great. Yeah. (laughs) But you're working on new stuff. It's all good. I tell the second new thing. It's even less not great. Oh, man. Not very good. Ugh. I'm about to tell the third new thing, and she's standing on stage. You know, how, I don't know if you've ever been to Black <laughs> yeah. Buzzard. That's yeah, what she yeah, does. Yeah. She'll light you from the side, and then she'll... And I have video. I'm going to go back and watch the video and make sure she did light me. Because she was like, you missed the light. and Which I totally believe. It's possible. Because I was reading from my notebook. And so she's on stage. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> the, the it's do. like when your mom walks out on stage. She's just like, you've done bad, Mike. I'm like, Mark, oh, did I did I miss the light? She's like, oh, you missed. Can you read a room? Like, what is wrong with you? And she's like, dresses me down in front of everybody. I'm just so ashamed. And her parents are like, I need to quit tonight. I'm terrible. Oh shit! I got a podcast tomorrow. I can't. <laughs> oh, that's fucking perfect. Uh, yeah. So I got. A little trouble, so it's not always great, but thank you for the compliments, anyway. Mr. Yeah, Masters, um, you're the best tall guy. Thanks for dealing with my shit and my dog. Oh, yeah, you're fine. I love you, I love both. your dog. I just yeah. like to talk not good about yet. Mutiny, Amazon, go check uh, it out. It's got 39,000 stars on Amazon, <laughs> you guys. Okay, this shit is five stars, top of the line book. My friend and yours, Martin Masters, thanks for being here, brother. Comedian's yeah, hunter is tall guy. Right? This yeah. is great. This Hell is yeah, perfect. thank you for being yeah. on the podcast. Always right on, dude. High five. All right. Now say something stupid so we can end this. Stupid. <laughs>